Thank you for calling Gillespie Insurance Services. If you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. If you're calling for a quote on a new policy, press 1. If you're calling for assistance with your existing policy, press 2. If you're calling specifically for one of our staff members, press 3. To reach Allegra, press 1. To reach Jessica, press 2. To reach Iva, press 3. To reach Eli, press 4. Hi, this is Eli. Eli, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Do you have just one, like someone says, yes, I'm interested to, to do your blog post. Yes, I'm, you know, next step. And there's like one question that says, you know, how often do you go to the, see a doctor? And above that, you have a video that says, hey, thanks for taking the next step. The reason I'm asking this question is because this is important for such and such a reason. And then it's like one question, like, and then there's a video that accompanies it. Maybe I'll go through your process. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Sure, Eli. I don't mind. That was my good buddy, Eli Gillespie of Gillespie Insurance Services out in Redlands, California. I tell you, Eli is like the nicest dude that, uh, like one of my favorite people that I don't talk to enough. Eli, if you're listening, I miss you. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, enough of that. Uh, yes, no, so, um, all right. The process, and this is, I'm pretty fired up about this. I'm excited, the process. Uh, Eli's talking about uh, my process that I created uh, surrounding health insurance for my family's agency and just the, the kind of the way that I tried to um, automate some of that and the content that I put in their way to to make some of that that happen and you know there's first of all let's let's say this right and this is one of my big things right um, it's one of my favorite things to do too is you know we kind of want to ask questions. We kind of think like we, we don't have the information, but um, really important to kind of just take yourself out of the moment, right? Um, and actually pull the curtain back and think to yourself, hey, how are they doing that? Because it's all right in front of you if you just stop, look at it, and reverse engineer it. Uh, it's all there, right? That is your roadmap. That is your guide to the thing that you want to do. And Eli says, hey, I'm going to just go through your process. Yes, please, right? It's there. Like, just go look at it, right? Just do everything that's there. Copy the whole thing. I don't care. Um, and so many agents don't do that. They just don't take the time to when they see something that they like or that they want to do, they think like they need to reinvent it or even alter it or moderate, mo modify it. Uh, no, I mean, it just really, no, we don't need, no, just do the thing, do that. And then over time, your next iteration will be different. It'll be your spin. Uh, it's all right there. And that's so important because if you're trying to figure it out, like, and this is like, this is going way back circa, I don't know, 2011, 2012, 2013, I don't know, something like that. I was signing up for all of these, you know, newsletters, um, 
for different online marketers, different courses and things like that. And I was just kind of watching the mechanics of the whole thing unfold, the timing of the emails, the copy in the emails, where they're sending you to from the emails. I mean, just everything about it, I was kind of studying and reverse engineering and thinking, how can I apply this to health insurance? And that's kind of what the evolution was to the thing that Eli is ultimately uh, you know, referencing here is just, well, you know, hey, what's the next step? What's the process? Because I'll tell you one thing is um, you have to stand out. You have to deliver a different experience because everyone wants you or them to request a quote. Well, so I want to see, I want to watch your process. How do I, I'm on your website. All right, so I get it. You've got three, four questions with the video. That's a great idea. I really like that because I do have uh, get a quote on a form. I get a quote form on our website, which is which is pretty good because I think I mean I'm pretty proud of it because I made it myself. But it, it's got the the logic conditional logic I think. So it, you know it doesn't ask every you know million questions until you, you answer a question, then it triggers whether to you know which other questions to ask. I rarely get anyone to use it. We're going to get into that in just a second, Eli, but you go ahead. You'd be proud of that form because yeah, right? Why not? You should be. You made it. Conditional logic. That's a, that's a pretty cool, fancy thing. Uh, yes. Um, okay. So let's think about this. So, uh, you've got your form and so, uh, Eli is, or Eli found, I, I directed Eli to the site. He actually, you know, put his email in, he got to the form. He sees that I've got a video for questions. Ultimately, what I did was, is I basically, this took forever. I don't know, I don't know if I recommend doing this or whatever, but um, so again, the only reason it's, it's four questions and boy, it could have been three, probably really only should have been two, uh, but I hacked HubSpot together to where the answers, the people that, the, the answers that people gave would dictate or determine the videos they would then receive from that point. Um, which is a little daunting when you think of the number of possibilities of just four um, questions, which basically means I needed to create triggers based on every possible combination of the, whew, I'm having, I'm getting cold sweats just thinking about it. Oh boy. Um, hopefully there's a better way to do that now. I haven't even tried since because it was, I mean, it still works to this day. I'm actually still using it to this day. Um, but um you know, so that's what Eli was saying. That's a good idea. I've got the video. So the video is just basically to the left, questions on the right, uh, video auto plays when somebody opts in. So you put in your email. Um, I think you put, no, no, actually this is, sorry, don't even know my own process. Uh, this actually is right from like, okay, they've just finished a blog post, just finished watching a video. Hey, click here, learn how to, again, I say, learn how to pick the right plan. That's what I say. Click here to learn how to pick the right plan that works for you. Um, they click that or it's the next step uh, as at the end of the blog post in the video, I say, learn how to pick the right plan. Uh, the, the CTA at the end of the blog post is next step, learn how to pick the right plan. There we go. Um, you'd think I created this stuff. Uh, but anyways, uh, so they click that video auto plays. I'm not a huge fan of auto playing videos, but in this scenario, I do enjoy it because, um, again, they're looking to get this done. You're just saying, listen, I know I'm being a little forward here, but we really just don't have time to screw around. We got to get to the thing. Let's get it done and taken care of video auto plays. It basically says, Hey, thanks for, uh, for getting here. Really appreciate it. Uh, I just wanted to walk you through these questions, why they're important and why I need them 
to help you understand and make this decision, blah, 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 explain questions, blah, blah. It's like a four or five minute video, again, hosted on Wistia. If you remember from, I think there's, there's actually an episode of, of the, the vlog when we talked about that. Um, but um, so anyways, so there's that. Now Eli's talking about his form conditional logic. Basically what that means is, is that uh, you're only going to get the ask, you're only going to get asked questions that are relevant to the, uh, the questions that you've answered before it, right? So uh, much like Eli says, you select workers' comp, it's a series of questions. You select restaurant, it's a series of questions, different set of questions. Um, but the interesting thing here that Eli says uh, and why he is proud of his form, but he's just not getting the mileage out of it is, is that just nobody's using it. And I kind of know why, Eli. You, you give me some feedback and maybe it's too much, but like say, you know, a type of insurance you would like quoted workers comp and then it asks questions down below. And if you switch it over to restaurant and food service, there's a different set of questions, but no, almost no one uses it. And probably one, they don't, although it's all over our page, get a quote, click here, you know, but if I had a video next to that, that, that might really just help people feel comfortable doing that. Yeah, it probably would, but would make people feel even more comfortable in filling out that form is knowing that if you were to actually use that information to contact them, they wouldn't mind, right? That's the biggest obstacle. They're afraid, hey, do I really want this guy in my life to that extent? Am I at that point? Are we at that point in our relationship? Because I don't know. That's the whole holdup, right? That's why it's so, all right. Uh, first of all, sorry for spoiling that entire clip because I kind of explained it before it happens. And that just, uh, I'm sorry. Um, so Eli's got his form with his conditional logic on his different things. First of all, that's the problem. He's saying it's 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 using industry jargon, right? Every, every insurance agent's website that they go to, they see, hey, get a quote, get a free quote, request a free quote, whatever it is, right? We all have it, and most of the time, they're taken to just a standard contact us form. Please tell us your name, email, phone number, and the best time for us to reach you, and we will gladly get back to you in a probably not appropriate amount of time for uh, us to deliver that information to you. So the expectation has been kind of screwed from the get-go. Kind of not Eli's fault, kind of not probably your fault. This is more of a, you know, hey, we're only as good as our weakest link sort of thing. And you just want to punch that dude that you know is doing that right in the face because it's just screwing with your conditional logic form that nobody's filling out. Now, the way that we get around that is back to what I was saying earlier. We need something else, different language. We need to uh, hold their hand right up to the front door. It needs to be nice, warm, toasty, ready for them to walk right on through. And that's the kind of the whole thing, right? How do we do that? Very simple through um, basically having, you know, answering those questions, having that essentially sales appointment, if it's using terribly dated and gross term uh, to, to have that before they even get there, right? Like they should have already understood almost everything that's going to come after. And again, videos, blogs, questions, answers, all of this stuff, once they get to, so somebody finds you, right? They have an immediate question, problem, concern. They find the one piece of content that's the hook, right? It gets them there. 
from there, then they're going to maybe trickle their way into two or three or four or 10 or 20 or a hundred, whatever the sky's the limit. It doesn't really matter whatever number you need for them to get there. They're going to consume that number of pieces of content before they opt in. It's usually not, not well, sometimes it's one. Uh, if it's only one, then again, the, the connection's a little more flimsy. It's not the best, you know, things could potentially go south quicker than you might want them to, whatever. Um, but they're going to consume that number, that number of, of pieces of content. And then from there, they're going to get to that request a quote, which is not called request a quote anymore. It's learn how to do this. It's let me help you get here, take the next step, whatever it is, right? It's just, it's a, uh, it's just a continuation of the education process that's ultimately going to lead to the sale. That's what we're doing. Requesting a quote is a god-awful way of saying it, and geez, can we just please make it go away. Um, I'm sorry, a little strong, a little worked up, a little late. Filters just running out of juice here. Uh, that's what we're kind of after, right? Just changing the language, changing the expectation, and we're creating an entirely different process. And that's how you get your request a quote form to actually work by giving them enough information to actually want you to contact them if they tell you where to find them. I made a rather amazing discovery this evening, and it was kind of an act. Well, it just just kind of happened. I wasn't really looking for it. Um, I've, I've discovered that the Despicable Me 3 soundtrack is relatively top notch. It's solid. Fro Williams, uh, I think, is like basically put together the whole thing, which is cool. He does some really good stuff. Uh, I appreciate. Tell me if you, all of my friends out there, if you have children that you know, listen to. You know, kids' movie soundtracks to a mind-numbing level. Uh, when you actually appreciate one that uh, somebody in charge just said, "Listen, we're gonna give you a break. This is something that isn't gonna just destroy your will for life." Um, and I appreciate that. And that's what I feel Despicable Me Three did. And uh, and I think it's always nice, right? I think Cars Three, too, for the record. Uh, Dan Arbach, uh, lead singer, guitar player for the Black Keys a track i think it's like the main track on that which is very cool so that's nice when they discover those things makes life easier makes my job um musically easier maybe you know transitioning them into something you know something something else uh, but uh and, and just a quick side note though you ever have one of those moments where you just really think you've kind of screwed up as a parent uh, mainly what kind of spurred this whole thing on is um uh, for, for Christmas, we got all the kids, even the one that doesn't talk, uh, Google Home minis to put in their room to play with and have fun. They like to play with a few that we have around the house. But now let's get them their own ones, right? Just, I mean, why not? There are no secrets anymore. Sure. Uh, here you go, Google. Anyways, uh, so you'd think you'd kind of get the hang of it with the third one. You kind of think like you can prevent some of these things from happening. Uh, um, however, uh, the little guy now says Google... He doesn't say dad. So I kind of screwed up. He says Google, and he goes and talks to the thing. He wants it to play music. He's like one, just barely one. He says mom and Google, and that's it. And I kind of feel like I, I screwed up. Like, that's just, just 
whatever. Have you ever done that? I mean, I'm sure you probably don't have that ex- experience, but anyways, all right, so two things. Um, your best uh, child's movie, kid's movie soundtrack uh, that you actually enjoy that is halfway decent. I'd love to hear that, joyagencynation.com. And um, how bad have you screwed up one of your kids just inadvertently? Maybe maybe on purpose. I don't know. Whatever you do, I'm not going to judge. Uh, Joey at agencynation.com for that as well. I promise I won't. I don't have child services on speed dial or anything, but it depends on how dark and crazy it is because I just might need to tell somebody. Uh, anyways, that's it. Um, if you don't want to screw anything up in your agency anymore, Agency Nation University is the place to go do that. Uh, agencynation.com slash university if you are interested in checking out everything that is there uh, to again um, not screw up your agency check it out